It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard a Friday show, the Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and Brady, brought to you by Tri-County Equipment. And uh, we have uh, got uh, a good show for you today. Yeah, I'm very certain because there's a lot to cover. It's felt like a simultaneously a very long and a very short week. Like, Monday's show feels like an eternity ago when we were talking about Marysville Anchor Bay Girls or um, wherever I was. <laughs> Algonac Marine City. Like, that game feels like it was three weeks ago now. And uh, tonight we've got the girls' finals mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of good games uh, that we'll be at. Uh, I think I'm going to be at a really good game. Yeah. You think you said to me off there, you go, I have no clue what's going to happen. Tonight. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to expect tonight other than I'll be disappointed if I don't see a good basketball game from two good basketball teams. Right. Real quick, though, before we get into anything else, I do want to apologize. Uh, the Wi-Fi connection in Yale is sometimes kind of spotty. So a couple times, I know in the first game, we basically lost the first quarter of Armada Emily City. And I, I've figured it out on the fly because, you know, it's fun, like you said before, being the talent producer, director, uh, and everything else while a live broadcast is going on. So I know we lost it for a minute, and a couple times in the Crosswex game we lost it for maybe like 20, 30 seconds. But I think I have it fixed enough that if we lose it, I can get it back fairly quickly to where it just feels like you just lost, like you're just buffering for a minute. So we should be good. Um, from Yale, I have it as good as I think it'll get. It's just someone needs to put up a cell tower out in Yale. <laughs> I tried to warn you that it was tough there. Yeah, it's a nice that gym, though. We were though. taking a risk, uh, but we had to go out and cover. I felt like we had to go out and cover that district in spite of the risk that it might be difficult to, to broadcast out of there. Which, in some, like, some games, like I think the Marysville-MY uh, City game, I didn't have a problem the entire game. And it was fine. And then the second game was a little ish- iffy. Um, but and I know this sounds silly, but it rained last night, and actually sometimes that affects what we're doing too. Yeah, yeah. You we don't we don't need necessarily need to know how. We just know that it does. <laughs> so. But and uh, yeah, it was. But we have. And a lot we've to got talk a good about. tech guy, and when he tells me, yeah, there's just nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Then there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, now that you've bored me with tech talk and you know how, how I feel about technology in the first place, yep. I'm going to hit this button and do something technical, and then we'll come back <laughs> and we'll start the show. Sounds good. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady. Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Let's uh, start with uh, the girls' uh, district semifinal games, which were played on uh, Wednesday night. I, of course, was at Dakota High School um, for a couple of games that um, were really interesting. The Port Huron High Anchor Bay game, I thought, was just going to be a knockdown, drag out, 
slugfest affair. And what ended up happening was I, I, I Port here and High kind of put on a clinic. Like Anchor Bay is a really good team, Brady, and they lost by 17 points in this game. And there were stages where it was close, and but. It, it, it just, like, after about four minutes in, the Big Reds, like, they hadn't played for 10 days, 13 days, whatever it was, right. and they looked like it for, like, the first four minutes of the game. And then they scored, like, seven points in 15 seconds. <laughs> and then they brought Emma Trombley into the game, and she hadn't played since who knows when. It was the the first Northern game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I can find it in my book real quick. But, yeah, keep going. She'd missed most of the, the season, and she scored eight points in about two minutes. Like, welcome back. Um, and, and, like, it just – PH was smaller than Anchor Bay and dominated the glass. Uh, and, and, and Anchor Bay's, you know, they're, they're big players. Uh, February 15th. Yeah. So, she hadn't played since February 15th. So- Five so, weeks. Th- th- and, and Anchor Bay's big players all had good games. Taylor Wolf scored 16 points. Genevieve Decker scored 14 points. was all over the court like she always is. Um, Gabrielle White scored nine points. But th- the big reds just uh, – Trombley was great. Julia Gilbert was great. Madison Lanshute was great. Morgan James was super great. And when they do that, how do you beat them? You don't. How do you beat them? I mean, that's why they did what they did in the Mac Red without arguably their best player. And, I mean, we'll talk about it more in the third segment about what it means for tonight. Um, but I think that goes to show you just how dominant this team can be. And you're right, Anchor Bay's not a slouch. But we get or game in and game out, like the worst team that Port here and I had to play was – Dakota, what, Ike, Marysville, which are all district championship quality teams. Yeah, I and mean. Those, so they had to play them week in and week out where Anchor Bay, while the white isn't nowhere near a bad division, there are definitely some not as good teams in there. And they had nights off. They didn't have to get up every game. Anchor Bay for Port Huron High, and we talked about this way back when we did our preview, just another game for them. Yeah, they're a good team. We've played better teams all year. We've played girls that are up for missed basketball. Like it's that's that's where Becky Gilbert making this schedule and doing what she did pays off because maybe last year they go, All right, you know what, big game, we can't take this night off. We have to bring where they just go, All right, we'll just play what we do. Do what we do, we'll win. Yeah. I again I, I thought the Big Reds would win. I just thought it would be a more contested game. Like I didn't expect in the fourth quarter to be thinking like wow this game's over Mm -hmm. like I thought that you know there we'd be under two minutes to go and teams would be taking timeouts not to make substitutions but because the game's still like within six points like if they can get a stop and get a hoop right then this and then this and then you're you're steal the inbounds and foul and and play that and it really wasn't the the, uh, the case. Uh, Emma Trombley had 15 points in her return. Julia Gilbert and Madison Lanshute each had 13, and Morgan James had 10 points, and, and she had to have uh, double digits in rebounds. And that was the, the thing is Morgan was smaller than Peyton Lee, but, like, she 
kind of control Peyton Lee in that game, and and the Big Reds as a team dominated the uh, the glass in that game. So they get the win, uh, and as anticipated, Lance Cruz North did beat Northern 45-35, but I'm going to tell you right now, Brady, the Huskies played a really good basketball game and gave themselves a chance to win. They were down four midway through the fourth quarter, um, and, you know, a, a lot of people that, that I was talking about this is like, oh, Lance Cruz North is going to win by 15, 20 points. Yeah, and it's – I mean, we'll get a little more into this, but, like, you, it's not like Lance Cruz North was just taking the night off. They, from what you've told me, they didn't play a bad game. They might not have played their A-plus game, but you didn't go, oh, wow, Lonsdue's North's trying to throw this game away. No, uh, it was just the opposite. Northern didn't have many turnovers. Uh, you know, they, they, they held on to the, to the basketball. Uh, they, they did a good job. Riley Kitely didn't have any points, but I thought she did a really good job. She was up against... I don't know, maybe the best scorer in the Macomb Area Conference, certainly one of them yeah. in Brooke Daniels. And Daniels got her 19 points, but I thought Riley Kitely did a really, really good job and played most of the fourth quarter with four fouls mm-hmm. uh, and just was very aggressive, tried to, to cut Daniels off and stop it because Daniels' game is speed. She gets the ball, and she wants to run it all the way through everybody and get to the basket and, and get layups and, and get into the paint. And, and I thought Kitely did a really good job of, like, kind of meeting her at midcourt and stopping her, right. slowing her down so that she didn't get those types of uh, baskets. Which um, you still hear she had 19 points. Well, when you think of if you don't do your job, she has 35 points. Like, it's kind of one of those situations. 19 points to hold a superstar to that is not – that bad of a night defensively. No, I, I thought I just thought uh, Northern did a real good job. Um, Allie Shagney scored 16. Um, Jersey McGregor w- was really solid and had eight points and, and did a really good job. Um, and uh, Camille Keys had had seven points uh, in the game. If Northern, if somebody gets hot and makes a few shots, you might have had an upset. You might have had an upset. Northern played the way I thought Anchor Bay would play. Yeah. Um, you said what with, with how long left there was, it was a four-point game? There's like four minutes to go in, in the game, and I'm like, don't look now, folks, but it's, it's 37-33. Yeah. Huskies get a stop here and, and get a score on their next possession. We're going to have a fun yeah, – All bets are off. We're going to have a fun finish. Um, but they just couldn't get over the hump. They couldn't get any closer than that. Uh, and, again, for me, Lance Cruz North, good team. But I look at it, they've got two, like, really good – like, Daniels is superstar, um, and Mac is a really good player. Yeah. And then everybody else is just – they're good. They're good. They're good players. But they don't blow me away any more than the good players on Northern – or, or the good players on port here in high. Right. You don't watch the game and go, oh, my God, who is that? Yeah, it's like you're not going, okay, this this is a machine. This is why they're 16-0. and 0. Right. They're 16-0 and 0 because most people can't stop Daniels, and, and if they control her, then Max scores 15 or 20 And what's points. one of the big uh, strengths of port here on high? The the ability to, to stop 
people and play defense and rebound. And out of Port Huron High is just if you try to stop Trombley, Gilbert scores. If you try to stop Gilbert, Landshut scores. If you try to stop Landshut, James scores. If you try to stop James, Trombley scores. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I mean, haven't even mentioned Williams. Yeah, DeLong. DeLong. Yeah, yeah. So they have a lot of options scoring, but. No, you, you By the have, way, uh, Jaden DeLong hit a half-court three at the buzzer for the first half. Yeah, how was that? That was pretty exciting. <laughs> All right, so we'll talk about the, the district championship, which you have tonight, which is now at 6 p.m., right? Yep, 6 o'clock. Portier and I against Lance Cruz North, and I'm, I'm done prognosticating or trying to figure this out. I don't know what's going to happen tonight other than I think I'm going to see a good basketball game. Well, we'll talk about it a little more later, and – well, in my game, in my district, I had one really exciting game and one game that was not. Um, Marine City uh, fell to Lutheran North 45-42, and it's a game that, honestly, I think Marine City should have won. They were up 10 points. It was 42-32 with three minutes to go, and unfortunately for Marine City, Isabella Volkman fouled out in the fourth quarter, so they lost one of their guards, and Lutheran North just threw the kitchen sink at them, pressed them, and just Marine City couldn't break the press. The pressure got to them, and they forced turnovers, and then just slowly Lutheran North would get, would get a layup, and then, all right, it's an eight-point game. And it's not like it was one big run. It was just like chip away, chip away, chip away. And there was actually a really nice play – where Marine City threw an inbound that got behind the defense and they just missed the layup. And Coach Jeff Austin had to call, I think he called three timeouts in 30 seconds to try to calm his team down. And by the end of it, he just had to kind of trust that they could get it done. And unfortunately, they couldn't score. And, well, that ended up Lutheran North completing a a big comeback, 45-42. In that game, Layla Comet had 13. Ferrone had... 10 and Austin had eight for them. Rachel McClelland, which they have twins, which is always fun yeah. for a broadcaster, um, <laughs> had 16. They move on to play St. Clair, who beat Richmond 55 to 9. Not a whole lot to say about that game. I mean, the score kind of says it all. It was never really in question. Well, and again, we, we kind of said going in there that. St. Clair had, A, a good draw, and, and B, I felt like they have the best team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen Lutheran North. You have St. Clair better than Lutheran North? I think so, and I think one, one thing, if I'm uh, drawing up a scouting report for St. Clair, number one, you can take a charge. The, the two McClellan girls for Lutheran North will go in there out of control. Um, it was Shoemaker, another good player for them, had nine points inside they just want to get to the basket i'm telling my girls hey plant your feet in the paint just be ready for it and then take a charge you they could take five charges tonight if they wanted to so we'll see christina Bohm 16 madison cole with a good game yeah she played well i mean they just kind of they spread the love out a little bit in that game it was more about just you know getting it in and their uh their starters obviously didn't play the minutes they normally do. and Well, so they might be a little more rested, uh, but they're looking to get to a regional, which they very well could, 
could have some success if they can win this game tonight. No, just kind of looking at it, um, because we're going to uh, run down some other scores here, but if St. Clair can win tonight, they'll end up in the same regional with Imlay City. They'll be on different sides of the bracket. But And again, I guess I shouldn't make it a foregone conclusion that Imlay City is going to beat Elmont tonight, but Emily City hasn't lost in the BWAC in a thousand years. Right. Um, a little bit of an exaggeration, but it's a couple of years since they've had a BWAC. They have loss. 18 Langeman girls. Yeah. Um, and, and they're pretty good. They beat um, Croslex 57 33, and Elmont beat Yale 41 12 to set up the district final uh, there tonight in Yale between Emily City and Elmont. Uh, a couple of other scores uh, for you. Harbor Beach over USA, 38-26. to Bad Axe knocked out Sandusky, 35-30. to um, Sandusky got seven from Aliva Henica. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's... Just the way it's spelled. Yeah. Um, Brooke Jansen, six points, 11 rebounds. Emmy Bender, six points. And I just threw this one in because I thought it was a cool line. Allie Jansen had four points, four assists, four steals. Consistent. <laughs> I like that one. A couple of forfeits. Uh, Memphis uh, girls got a forfeit win from Marlette. Otisville-Lakeville got a forfeit win from Brown City. So Memphis will play Otisville-Lakeville in the district final. That forfeit win was Otisville-Lakeville's second win of the year. Memphis a heavy favorite to win that game tonight. Memphis girls and Memphis boys are favored in their district finals tonight and tomorrow. When was the last time Memphis had both boys and girls win a district in the same year? That that's that was going to be my next question is we need to try and figure <laughs> that out because I don't remember it for a long time. Uh, Dryden over Deckerville, 38-33. Kingston beat Carsonville, Port Sandlack, 57-23. And Cardinal Mooney won their district on Wednesday night. There was only three teams in that district uh, with a – resounding 54-27 win over Which, Parkway if you Christian. At the records, that's a bit of an upset. I yes. don't know enough about their schedule and like the details of it, but that's a d- doubling up Parkway Christian in the di- district final. Who had the better record of yeah. the two teams and who is a big rival mm-hmm. for Mooney uh, in a lot of sports. So the Mooney girls win a district and the Mooney boys will try to win a district um, tonight. So we'll talk about that and all the boys' games when we come back in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings. Effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you love crazy stats. Yeah. Um, and, and I had a, a crazy first-half stat last night in the uh, Port Huron High, Port Huron Northern Boys uh, basketball game at Dakota. Well, lay the, it on the score at halftime was 33-22 okay. for the Huskies. Northern had two runs. In the first quarter, they had a 12 to nothing run. In the second quarter, they had a 16 to nothing run. So that's 28 to nothing right there, which means the rest of that half, they got outscored 22-5. to 
<laughs> Figure that out. Like, how did – like, what? What? So, yeah. So, sandwiched <laughs> in between the two runs or around them was a 22-5 run for Port Huron High. Yeah. Like, isn't that just crazy? Yeah. Those are like some crazy numbers that that don't seem to add up, but they do uh, add up. And Northern gradually pulled away in this game, and they ended up beating the Big Reds 64-44 to last night. Uh, Tyler Jamison, as advertised, he was terrific. He had four dunks in the first half. Jeez. Um, 22 points he finished with. Um, Ryan McNeil. Uh, who had been out for a while, looked good, 13 points for him. Uh, Cass Dabrowski had nine points. Um, And they got a lot of, like, secondary scoring, guys with with five points, three points. Um, A a lot of different guys contributed. They had eight or nine guys score last night. So that's a good sign for Port here on Northern. Uh, Jace Mullins had a real good game for the Big Reds. He was solid, 16 points. Um, And, and again – I go to the young players for the Big Reds. Are, are they going to be league champions? Probably not. But, you know, the next couple of years, I think the Big Reds are going to be competitive, and I think they're going to have guys that are fun to watch. Nate Oriole is going to be fun to watch. Uh, Jaden Ashford's going to be fun to watch. Connor Rosenau uh, is going to be fun to watch. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's reason to be optimistic for Port here and High that they're going to be a decent team the next couple of years. And and Stu doesn't stop coaching. No. He's constantly teaching his guys when something goes wrong on the court. And it's not like, you know, berating kind of coaching. Right. It's something goes wrong, and he explains to that's this is what's, what's happening, and this is how you correct it. Yeah. It's that kind of coaching. Oh, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's got all of a sudden a team that we thought was going to be senior heavy was – kind of a young team this year yeah and hey that's I mean that's a tough game to go out on losing to a rival but Northern going on to now play Dakota in the finals which do you want to just talk a little bit about um if any Northern fans didn't stay for that second game what to expect (laughs) because you saw because you did stay to watch the Lons I I did stay that is a fierce rivalry first to, to set this up if you don't know about the geography of it Dakota and Lance Cruz North are basically like three miles apart like you pass Lance Cruz North on 21 Mile Road to get to Dakota. Right. And it's like three more lights down. Yeah. Um they do not like each other. No. This was a physical physical basketball game. There were a lot of like they would try to outdunk each other. I saw two legit tomahawk dunks last night in a high school basketball game. Like it's just it's it's ridiculous ridiculous the way high school sports has changed in my career not even just your since I played like I remember and this is I graduated in 2015 so not even a decade ago I remember if someone dunked in a game it was like oh damn yeah someone like and they barely got the ball over the rim yeah like if you got a dunk and you pulled the rim down that was a big one like you rarely saw people just going and jamming and now, now like I've got that. a sophomore dunking four times in the first half, and of you're the game. just like, yeah, and, and that's that's what they do. Yeah, like yeah. I think, like, well, just all, quickly, a Hunter Sober had a dunk last night, and I was like, oh yeah, Hunter Sober jams it down. <laughs> like, yeah, par for the course. Anyway, but 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 they were dunking. So um, Dakota's got a kid, Joshua Hines, 
just a, a, a speed demon, um, really good basketball player, can, can shoot a little bit too. Uh, and he ended up scoring 30 points last night. He had 21 in the first half. Late in the game, it, it was uh, like a four- or five-point game. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things. Lance Cruz North kept getting it to like four, but they couldn't get the stop, and they couldn't make the basket right. to, to get it any closer to that. And Dakota ended up winning 67-59. to 59. But we had a situation where a kid took a shot at Hines and hit him below the belt. In the, in the Yeah. Uh, hit him in the woo-woo. Uh, and, and Hines went down. And Hines's mother came out of the stands and onto the court. Hines's father is one of the assistant coaches at Dakota. So he was off the bench across the court trying to control the mother. She was fine at first. Like, right. she just wanted to go out and see her boy. Right. And when people told her she couldn't do that, she lost her mind. And profanities that I cannot repeat on this podcast or anywhere else. And she lost her ever-loving mind. And it, uh, Brady, this is not a big woman. Right. It took five people to restrain her. And now they didn't, they didn't throw her out or anything. Right. Like she was she verbally called. abusive and she wanted to, to get on to the, to the court but they, they kind of held her back, and they eventually they calmed her down. But there were five sheriff's cars there about two minutes later so that at the end of that game they made sure nothing right. was going to happen. Yeah. There wasn't going to be any issues there. But um, that's this is the rivalry that we're talking about, and these are two teams By the way, with Lon- a lot yeah. of talent. Lonsters North was only 5-8 and eight this year going into that but, game. Uh, they've got some good players. Mm-hmm. Um, they they really do. They they've got some really good uh, players on their team, and it was a really intense basketball game. But while I was watching it, I'm like, is Dakota in- invincible? Because this like I've gone down to that district and mm-hmm. seen Dakota teams, and you're just like, why are we playing this district? Right? Why don't we just give the keys to Dakota and let them drive yeah. away? When Thomas Kithier was there, or yeah, I mean any other big time college basketball player. But I, I'm not looking at. No, I'm not saying Northern's going to beat them, but I'm saying that Dakota's not invincible. Right, they're not invincible, um, and so you know. And you've got Tyler Jamison, you've got Ryan McNeil, you know, you've got Cass Dabrowski. If you get those guys to to do what they can do for you, I mean, okay. So Hines scores thirty. Jameson can score 30. Right. It's going to come down they, to the they second can can, They can cancel each other out. And then it's, you know, D- Dakota has some guys that, in my mind, are good players, but they're not any better mm-hmm. than a McNeil or a DeBra- I-, I think Northern might be able to play with them. Uh, the advantages for Dakota is they get the game at home. Right. And, you know. And this is the game we they, never they, got last year. They've they've got like a ninety person roster. <laughs> yeah. So you know the, the, they have and and they apparently the, the, there's a kid Colpert who everybody was telling me was a good player. He did not play well last night. No. So I don't you know. So you have to have that X factor too. He had an off night where I think he he didn't make a field goal and he had two free throws. Right. He, he had two two points. Now if if he comes up with 
an A game and scores 15, 18 points, maybe that changes my opinion of Dakota. But I saw him on a night where he did not play well. So, but Hines was incredible. Mm-hmm. And just just the the I'm I'm just excited to watch Hines and Jamison go back and forth and see how many, you know, cuz if you, if you get into that well, they try to outscore each other. Yeah. That could get fun. Yeah. That well, could get really fun. Fun for you, maybe. I could get lost in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just had the one game last night. Uh I had the two. I mean, you might not have heard some of the two, but I had the two start out. Armada, I mean, they took care of business against Emily City, 61-43. Uh, I mean, Armada's players came to play. Albrecht, who had 14, by the way, just signed with Trine University, yep. so he's going to play some college basketball. Uh, Eric Ketting had 12, Sutton with 10, McKenzie had 9. They just, I mean... They got out to a lead. I think it was like 17-6 midway through the first quarter, like a couple minutes left in the first. They never looked back. They just kept cruising. They won every quarter, and they just, yeah, they they took care of business against Emily City, Um, just played a very solid basketball game. They're going to go on to the district final, and we're getting fight night round three, Armada (laughs) versus Cross-Lex. And real quick, they Croslex did beat Almont. Not a surprise. I do want to give Almont a little love, though. Before the game, they found out they were down two starters, which knocked their bench down to seven total players. They had seven guys dressed. They are playing. Almont's not a bad basketball team. They, I mean, they're down a couple guys. The one guy who was out was Blake Campbell, who back on Tuesday night, Played really well. Yeah, he's their best player. Yeah. Like, yes, he is a good basketball player. Almont comes out and, at least for the first quarter, they I mean, they played their hearts out all night. They made – here. you want to talk about weird stats. Almont made 10 threes last <laughs> night and scored only 42 points. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Part of that is Cross-Lex basically had a – police style barricade up around the like <laughs> no one was getting in the lane they Almont made three two-point buckets but anyway I just want to give Almont a little love and I know they had a lot of seniors out there um uh, Joey Sable had 17 points they played their hearts out and they just I mean in a different situation are they a team that could win a district yeah but they played against maybe the best Croslex team ever and they fell that they fell short, but I just wanted to make sure I got a little bit of props and a little bit of love because their kids played hard, they're coached the right way, and I mean Croslex did Croslex things. Hunter Soper had twenty three, Tyler Johnson had twelve, Jake Townsend. All he does is hit threes when I show up. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'll have to go through and look. I'm I'm thinking every time I've seen him, he's hit at least three threes, and he hit three more last night. Um, they all, I mean. They played well. They had Almont shut out through the second quarter, and I said with six seconds left, 
out across Lex is six seconds away from pitching a shutout in the second quarter. Then Almont he just turns and fires a three, and it banks off and rolls around and goes in. So I do apologize <laughs> for that. I cost you guys a shutout in the second quarter. But, no, we get Cross-Lex Armada. That's going to be a really fun one. I mean, we can talk about it next if you want to. But you want to go through the rest of the scores? Yeah, um, uh, don't have any details here, but it was uh, another tough one for a Marine City team against the Luther North team. 45-43, Luther North knocked out the uh, Mariners last night. New Haven uh, beat uh, St. Clair 64-40, to so New Haven Luther North is the district final uh, in that one. Memphis beat Clintondale 42-41, to uh, and we'll play Marlette. Uh, no, Memphis, who does Memphis play? Memphis plays Mount Clemens yes. in their final because Marlette-Sandusky is a different district. Marlette beat Brown City 52-38, Sandusky over Kingston 44-33, so Marlette-Sandusky is is the final there. Ubley beat Carsonville, Port Sandlack 50-15. North Huron beat Deckerville 46-41. So Ubley, North Huron is a district final there. Uh, Dryden got a forfeit win over New Haven uh, Merritt. They would have won that game anyways. Um, Dryden's a good team. Dryden, Dryden's a good team. And Cardinal Mooney beat Peck 60-47. to So Cardinal Mooney, Dryden is the district final there uh, at, at Peck, and that was the district final we thought was going to happen. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd like to tell you, start to tell you where we're going to be next week, but that depends a lot on the next 36 hours. Yeah, um, uh, I, I can tell you where teams might be going. I mean, I, I know for a fact, because a BWAC team's going to be in the regional, which is at Emily City, I believe, for girls. Yeah. So, the and hopefully St. Clair can go there, too, and I, in a perfect world, we get a St. Clair Emily City regional final, and and that's that's a possibility. This is what's what's going on. Obviously, with with the girls, um, Port Huron High plays Lance Cruz North tonight. Winner of that game will advance and play the winner of Lakeview um, and Lance Cruz, which Lakeview is fourteen and one. So I'm I'm going to assume they're the favorite to win that game. Um, the other side of that bracket is Utica and Stevenson. Utica's four and ten. Stevenson's Two and twelve, and they're playing for a district title tonight. <laughs> and yeah. then Stony. I saw Utica play. Uh, yeah, the Port Huron won't have any trouble. Stony either. Creek and Rochester is there too. Stony Creek's fourteen and one. So, um, at least record-wise, if the Big Reds beat Lance Cruz North, Stony Creek will go into that regional with the best record for what that means. And I, I mean, records don't mean a ton, especially when you play in the MAC Red and have games against like Flint yeah. Powers and Detroit Edison and yeah Emily Emily City might end up playing North Branch a third time yeah um because that's the way that looks like those districts are set up to, to happen if St. Clair wins they'd play the winner between Clawson and uh, Cranbrook um Cranbrook's only six and five so don't get intimidated by the name uh and uh Clawson's 13 and two but you know they, they play they're in the bronze they're in the, the bronze yeah one of those they're in the bronze uh, and let's see, what else? Uh, like I say, the, the Memphis girls are favored to beat uh, Otisville Lakeville, and they would play either New Lothrop or Beecher. Beecher's 5-4, and four, New Lothrop is 11-3. and three. And St. Charles is in that regional. They're 18-0. and 0. I'm going to assume St. Charles is in that regional, that they're going to win and be 19-0. and 0. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a tough one. Uh, and Cardinal Mooney, who's already won, we've told you the ladies have already won their district, They'll play the winner of Oakland Christian Waterford, Our Lady of the Lake. That's the district final um, there. 
Uh, and then for the uh, the guys, if Northern uh, or well Northern or Dakota, they're either going to play Roseville or Lakeshore, probably Lakeshore. Didn't Northern play Lakeshore? Yeah, or was that South Lake? No, that was well. They beat South Lake, so yeah, that did happen. But um, the Lakeshore game, if I remember correctly, that was the one that they probably should have won. Yeah, they got away, and then they had that little funk where they had the three game losing streak, and those mm-hmm. are their only three losses of the uh, the season. So you know they'd like to get a another shot uh, at uh, that one. Crosslex most likely is going to face Goodrich. Should they Assuming win? Assuming they win. Well, Crosslex or Armada yeah. most likely going to face well, Goodrich. Flint Powers Although is not Powers a bad is good, yeah. Yeah, and I'll be there, so. All right, did you? And most likely New Haven will be on the other side of that yes. bracket. Yes, they will. So, anyways, th- those are just some of the things uh, going on. All right. And we wrapped up all those scores, and we got another segment to go. Yeah. So I guess I should quit uh, babbling here, and we should take a break. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Ron Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. It's uh, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with uh, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton and uh, doing uh, the uh, the districts, and we've got district finals tonight for the uh, girls and uh, district finals tomorrow for the uh, boys, and it's uh, it's just a fun, exciting time. It is and a again, fun, exciting time. So, well, do you want to preview the girls' games first since they're happening tonight? Yeah. Uh, so tonight I'll be back at Dakota where I have been living this week, um, and it's Port Huron High and Lance Cruz North. North is 16-0. and Got a win over uh, Northern on Wednesday where I thought Northern played pretty well, and I'm not sure if I saw – the, the full thing from Lance Cruz North, or if they held back a little. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know this. They've got two really, really good players. Mm-hmm. And Brooke Daniels is the the deal, and the, she'll be the one that you don't want going crazy. Or maybe you do. Maybe like you let do. let her get hers. Because in. that's what happened last year when they played. I think she had 26, and the Big Reds won the game. Right. Because nobody else scored. Shut, shut down everyone else, and then, hey, okay, cool. You score 30, you're not getting to 40. And, and then for the big reds, uh, just keep doing what you do. Get contributions from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, keep, I, I think uh, this, this is a game, too, where I think the big reds can control the, the glass. Um, and, and we'll see. Um the rims at at Were Dakota they more forgiving? have not been real good this week. Like it's it's been a tough shooting week at Dakota. Haven't really seen anybody just go off, go off. Even like Hines scored thirty points for Dakota last night. Most of those were layups and dunks. Mm-hmm. Not there. There hasn't been a whole lot of threes in any of the the games. So um, that that'll be part of it too i mean if either team gets to 50 that's a team that's going to win mm-hmm. and i'm not so sure with the two defenses either team's going to get to 50 and th- and that's the other part of it how does how does ph handle the pressure i think they'll do fine oh yeah you played gross point north you played those schools i even ike tries to get up in your face i don't think they'll crack under pressure i think they'll be fine because that's that's lance cruz north style 
Mm-hmm. They're they're going to attack and 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 they're going to bring uh, pressure. What do you see with St. Clair and Lutheran North? So I think St. Clair should win this game. Uh, I think if you know Christina Bohm does her thing and their guards, which they they're not necessarily the the, the greatest scores in the world, but they can handle the ball just fine. Alexis Josh was actually one of the better ball handlers in the in the area. Like she has nice moves. She can get past people. Um, if she can, you know, they can handle the press. If Luther North comes out and just tries to blitzkrieg them like they did at the end of Marine City, I don't think they'll have a problem breaking the press. Um, I guess the biggest thing is stay out of foul trouble. Don't let Lutheran North just go wildly and hack at them, and then they go to the line, and they're shooting 30 free throws throughout the night. I, I don't see uh, St. Clair having too much trouble. I mean, obviously, it's a district championship. So, I mean, emotions are going to be high, and L- Lutheran North is a good team. I just think that St. Clair has the better team, and their guards and their shooters are will do their thing, and Madison Cole can play like she did the other night coming off the bench. She'll be fine. Um, just those secondary players, Sarah Lore gets some points, Sky Gottler, I don't think St. Clair will have – I don't want to say too much problem. Like, I think it will be around 8 to 12 points I think they'll win by. But if they don't – if like if, if their, their players don't show up, yeah, Lutheran North can take this game easily. But I would think St. Clair is not the heavy favorite but the considerable favorite. All right, my, my stance uh, up in Yale is in, uh, until somebody from the BWAC beats Emily City, Emily City's the team to beat. Uh, and I would favor them over Almont tonight. That Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> is the way I'm going to look at that. And then just a couple other games I want to mention. Memphis is playing uh, Otisville, Lakeville, and Memphis at 7-10 and 10 is actually the heavy favorite in that game. I don't want to put any pressure on them, but I'm kind of excited to say Memphis has got boys and girls uh, in the regionals at the same time. Right. Because, again, I, I don't remember the last time that's happened. And Cardinal Mooney's girls have already advanced and they're looking at playing the winner of tonight's uh, District 126. The very I'm, last district. Uh, uh, Oakland Christian against Waterford, Our Lady of the uh, Lake. Then on the uh, boys' side, Saturday. Oh, I got to get up early on Saturday and do my noon game. Yeah, poor thing. Uh, Northern Dakota. And, again, I'm, I'm just like – is. D- d- it's it's hard because it's the wrong game that I had to watch. Right, last night. it's like watching a Port here on High Port here on Northern game and trying to judge teams off of that. Yeah, because like, did did Dakota look beatable to me just simply because they were playing an emotional game and like that was over overpowering their good basketball. Like there were techs. Their guys getting up in each other's faces and screaming. And if they just go back to playing basketball, going, okay, Port, you're on Northern. It's a basketball game. Let's go play Dakota basketball because they are so well coached. Well, don't you think that there might be a little bit of a hangover? That's a possibility, like, too. How do you play such an emotionally, like almost like a physical brawl of a game and then come back two days later and it's like, all right, basketball, let's just play on, like, you're going to have to readjust. And what's the one thing we've said about Northern is, for better or for worse, they are the calmest team. They never get too high, never get too low. They just go with it. So if, I mean, they're just going to be out there steady Eddie, that might be a big difference if Dakota comes in a little and takes 
five, eight minutes to really get going. Yeah, so I, I just I, – I, I don't know what I'm going to see, and I don't know how valuable watching last night's game really was for me in judging Dakota. Mm. I know that they're good, but I know that what I saw last night wasn't that invincible good that you see with Dakota teams where you just walk in and two minutes into the game you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's beating Dakota. Yeah. I didn't get that feel last night. Mm-hmm. So keep my fingers crossed because I want Northern to win because I want to go to Troy next week. Um, so, I mean. Crosslegs are made around three, baby. Yeah. And I've gone back and forth. On the one hand, really, really hard to beat a good team three times in a season. Crosslex has beaten Armada twice. On the other hand, did that game against Armada last time maybe Crosslex was kind of, you know, resting on their laurels a bit, getting, like puffing out their chest a little too much, and oh, all of a sudden Armada's got a game with them, and oh, they had a chance to win at the end. That's it's gonna be a good game. I don't think we're. I think we'll see something closer to round two than round one. I don't think we'll see a twenty-two point victory. Um, I think you're gonna see a very emotional game. I don't know this. I have no idea. I think both these teams respect each other. I think they both know that there's a lot of talent on the basketball court, and I think it's going to be a high flying, fast paced game. It's. I mean. I I mean I can't pick against Crosslex until I see them lose, especially in a BWAC game. And I mean the last time they played Armada, they did not shoot great. I have a hard time thinking they're going to shoot poorly again. But you know Mike Becker's going to have something ready for the Tigers. He's going to have some sort of thing drawn up. And here's another thing: Sneezak didn't play that last game, and it was a single-digit game. That's a good player. That's a starter they didn't have. That's a guy that could make a big difference. Neutral court, I mean, hey, what more can you ask for? This is what a district championship game should be. Yeah, that's the weird thing about it is that the blowout game happened on Armada's home court, and the Mm. close game was on Croslex's home court, and now they're going to play at a neutral site uh, this time around. Um, I don't know. What does Armada have to do to seriously win this basketball game? They're going to have to shoot well. Like, their guys are going to have, like, obviously, that's duh. They're going to have to shoot well. Looking at their roster, I mean, Connor McKenzie's going to have to dominate the boards. They're going to have to out-rebound Croslex, and that's a tall task. Literally, when you have Hunter Soper flying in, you have Tyler Johnson banging down there, Joey Knoll, Sage Salanic. Guy like Dominic DeMeyer is going to have to be a good player for them Andrew Snezak gonna have to play bigger than he is and you can you can't let Croslex go on one of those runs where it's okay layup oh craps turnover three-pointer all right quick shot no other end dunk and it's like oh well it was a two-point game and now it's up to nine in 20 seconds they're gonna have to be able to when the time calls for it take a breath slow the game down and don't force anything don't get frustrated because, again, Croslex is going to pack it in. Their, their defense is nobody gets in the lane. You're not going to hit 15 threes against us. So go ahead and try. 
I mean, Armada's going to have to, one, no second chance points for Croslex. They're going to have to box out everywhere. Maybe get one of their one of their big three in foul trouble. Maybe get uh, a Johnson or a Soper that trying to maybe hack a little bit and get them on the bench. It's going to be a very tall task for Armada. Can they do it? Yes, but Croslex is just that good if you can't do gimmicks. Like talking with other coaches, I think I said it on Monday or Wednesday. Here's how you beat Croslex. Here are my players. Here are your players. Tonight, my players need to be better than yours. You can't do a box in one. You can't do a triangle in two. You can't do a zone. You just have to put your cards on the table and hope they fall in your direction. Yeah. Um, and I know we don't talk a lot about New Haven, but if they beat Lutheran North tonight, New Haven will head to Crosslex yes. for that regional. So they would be part of that on the, so by the opposite way, Brent, side of the bracket from Crosslex. Brent Wiles was uh, league MVP for the MAC uh, White. Yeah. Yeah, so. and then and Folsom just keeps telling me that he's a sensational player and that New Haven's better than their record. Well, th- we'll, we'll find out. We could get a Crosslex New Haven regional final. A uh, couple other games here before we, we wrap things up. Uh, Memphis boys play Mount Clemens tonight. If they win that game, they go to Pershing for the uh, regionals. Um, Sandusky plays Marlette tonight. If they win, they head to Reese for regionals. And uh, Cardinal Mooney goes up against Dryden. If Cardinal Mooney wins that game, they go to Southfield Christian and play International Academy of Flint in the uh, first uh, game of the regionals. All right. The other side of that bracket has two good teams, Everest and uh, Southfield Christian. All right, real quick before we let them go, run down where we're going to be the next couple days. All right, so tonight I'll be at Dakota, 6 o'clock, for the girls' final between Port Huron High and Lance Cruz North. And then on Saturday I'll be at Dakota. It's a noon start Saturday for the Northern Dakota game for the boys' final. All right. Where are you going to be? I will be in Richmond, St. Clair, taking on Lutheran North in a district girls final at 7 o'clock. And then tomorrow night, I believe still at 7, I will double check. It is a 7 o'clock game between Croslex and Armada. That'll be a good one. That will be a fun one. Even if you don't really care who wins, you're sitting around Saturday night maybe having fun, have friends over, just put it on in the background. Just listen to it. It's going to be a great game. All right. So uh, that's the weekend for Get Stuck on Sports. And then we'll be back on Monday to tell you where we're going for regionals because they'll be starting Monday night for the uh, girls. So we'll tell you how the weekend went. Jeez, baseball. We have to make a baseball schedule next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it all out. We got time. It, it just, I mean, it just feels regional good. week. Regional week is only, you know, it's only going to take up four days of the week. Yeah. So, yeah, we get Friday. <laughs> Woo! Maybe I'll find something for you to do. Yeah. All right. Let me hit one more button, and uh, then uh, we'll get to the weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.